Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, So, last week, the party made it to the edge of the TLR island, boarded their new ship, and set sail on the open sea. As you may have noticed, they all failed their constitution saving throws miserably, and are all currently terribly seasick, which is unfortunate, since they still have about 15 days left on this ship. Will our adventurers get their sea legs? What other adventures will they find out on the open ocean? And how many more nautical terms will Sniv casually misuse? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hi. Hello. Sorry. Did, did I misunderstand? Did you say 15 days? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes? Was there a follow-up to that question? No, I, I think I just... Wonderful. That's great news. I mean, I thought so. I don't, I'm, I, I, that's me. I don't know. I mean, know. it was 15 days on the ship or like two months walking with the tunnels. So. That's correct. Yeah. I remember things sometimes. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? Our- I'm going to ask this, this, this week. Okay. How are we doing? Oh, how are we doing? How are we doing, DM? I mean, look. I, I feel like we never we, ask you this question. Are you question. asking the so royal this, we this how week? am I doing? Yeah, I want to know. Uh, I mean, I'm good. I'm I'm honestly, I'm a little, like, nervous, excited, excited, and scared about the fact that we have, that we have left the, the well, for lack of a better term, the starter island, uh, seven levels later, seven levels and two years later. The starter island, uh-huh, yeah. We left the, st- I mean, to be fair, we're headed towards the other starter island uh, had you chosen a different race when you did character creation uh this all feels very skyrim to me right now uh cuz cuz you you there are like start there are literally starter islands in skyrim depending on like what race you choose to play as when you're it doesn't matter anyway uh no so i'm excited and and nervous but excited yay also i'm i have to say i'm also very nervous to allow you all out on the open ocean uh, when it is so important to the current plot of the story that we are telling that you arrive at your destination because, oh God, I don't know what's going to happen along the way. But if I know you all, it will be bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh Flick God, just falls overboard at one point. He's just like, whoa! And he falls. <laughs> Literally, like nothing is happening. Like you're, on no, the, he, you're in yeah. the doldrums. There is no wind. The ship is not moving. And somehow like three of you fall overboard. Yeah, there's like accidentally Isn't like a little right? bit of water on deck. And he just like, f- he slips and falls and like goes straight <laughs> through one of those like holes that's in the deck, like to let water out of it. But it's big enough for him oh to slip through God. and just like falls through. And he's like, whoa! This is getting out of hand. What do you mean out of hand? Karen agrees with me. I do agree. But I was also going to say, I plan to go overboard on purpose, but that's because I have a brilliant plan to waste some time for Kit. (laughs) I'm so excited about that. I sense octopus vibes or something. (laughs) Yeah, can she speed us up by... By becoming something large that swims. So this ship is, again, 20 feet wide and 60 feet long. So no. <laughs> but but I don't know. Who knows? I'm going to let Kit, who is the one in control of her own powers of wild shaping, tell me the story of how maybe she does. I don't know. No, only if she wants to. My point is that, that Bria doesn't get to tell you what to do with your wild shapes. Actually, okay. but I did actually have an idea for that. All right, we'll get to that in a moment, because right now you're all heaving your guts out over the sides of the ship. Okay. How often do Again, we have whoa. to make constitution saving throws? 
So once a day, and when you fail at the top of the day, you are poisoned for the rest of the day, and you get to make the save again the following day. Fantastic. Yes. So the rest of this day is pretty miserable, but also you're generally close enough to shore uh, that Sniv sort of, you know, doesn't really need you to do anything to help. Uh, he manages to, you know, loose the sails, uh, and and fortunately the winds are favorable on that first day, uh, and so you all are able to sort of be miserable uh, on your own for for the remainder of that day. <laughs> day two comes along, and I do need constitution saving throws again from all of you to see if perhaps you feel better this day. Bria, since yours was a crit fail last time, I do need you to roll this one with disadvantage. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Flick, let's start with you. That's a five. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, Flick, you do not feel better and are poisoned again for the remainder of the day. Kit. Sixteen! Kit, however, manages to find her sea legs and feels much better today. Kit, you are now immune to seasickness for the remainder of this trip. Huzzah! What a joy! Bizdira. Eighteen! Bizdira also finds her sea legs and is also immune to seasickness for the remainder of this voyage. Or until a high-five or- Kit. Sorry, both of you are immune to seasickness until for the remainder of this voyage, or until a partic- until a storm hits, whichever comes first. Bizdira's still Bria. gonna high five Kit. Sure, totally. Bria, what was your save? Seven. Okay, so you and Flick are still quite ill. You're functional. It's not as bad as it was on the first day, uh, but you know, it's not it's not great. You're just barely functional. Kit, you said you had an idea, and I want to know what it was. It's oh, I just said for fun. <laughs> okay, well, tell me what tell me what your fun idea is, and then Bria will, between bouts of of uh, uncomfortable hurling, might tell you her idea. So I think that after I don't know, perhaps Vizdira and Kit eat some breakfast, and then I think I would like to um, <laughs> climb up onto the side of the ship and do a dive off the side. And while I'm in the air, I would like to wild shape into a dolphin. I love it. So Kit goes out onto deck. And as you get out onto deck, Kit, since you'll be the first one to sort of go out there on deck, I need you to do me a favor and roll me a d20, please. Okay. (laughs) What'd you get? A nine. Okay. Uh, So the weather is, uh, is... Overcast, but not terribly. Uh, it's no, there's no storm. Uh, the winds are sort of normal. They're not. Uh, they're not particularly favorable, but they're also not slowing you down at all. So uh, everything sort of goes as as planned on day one. And so you jump overboard, wild shaping into a beautiful sleek dolphin, and begin to swim playfully along the ship as it cuts through the sea. The breeze whipping in Bizdira's hair. Bizdira totally hopefully... holds up a sign that says ten. Yes, when she does that, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I want to like, I want to be like flipping in the air and doing fun tricks and trying to cheer up. My my sick friends, and also entertain Bizdira. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that. Uh, yes, I'm sure that your two sick friends can appreciate it when they're able to watch. Well, I Kit, can, make I can me watch, a, you know, in between heaves. Right, that's what I mean. Kit, why don't you make me a dexterity saving throw as a dolphin real quick? Yes, one moment. Great. The faces on everyone, well, almost everyone's face, confused as to why I called for a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> What'd you get? A six. <laughs> Oh, Kit. Okay, so there's this one time that Kit is diving in and out of the waves, keeping keeping up with the ship. There's this one time uh, that she dives down real deep and comes shooting out uh, so that she can really sort of make it as close up to the, to the side, up to the deck level where you all are so you can see her. But her timing is 
terrible, and she leaps up into a particularly violent heave from Flick and just gets covered <laughs> in, in Flick chunks. And I immediately, now I'm swimming in the back of the ship away from <laughs> all of them. I'm swimming in the wake now. This is disgusting. This is Very really quite gross. On the floor, laughing so hard. <laughs> no more tricks for Flick. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so upset by this. <laughs> Oh, anyway, that's good. That's real good. Can it be tomorrow yet? I think I think it might need to be. Uh, Dolphin day. I mean, it's a pretty unevent- it's a pretty uneventful day. Sniv is enjoying the hell out of himself. Uh, he will occasionally <laughs> toss out. I just what? pictured him like Lieutenant Dan. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. And just like, and also trying to like toss little bits of nautical knowledge at you all. Uh, at one point uh, uh, that night, uh, he points up and tells you that uh, he tries to like point to a configuration of stars uh, and tries to show you where Owlbear Major and Owlbear Minor are, these two constellations that he helps, that he uses to navigate. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> Okay, did either of you... We're going to move on to the next day unless uh, anyone really has anything else for today. But did either of you who failed your uh, saves last time... What what were your number? Did either of you get better than a seven? I got a seven. Nope. Okay, so uh, on this, your second day of seasickness, I will need you both uh, to roll tomorrow's constitution saving throw as you awake with disadvantage. Nothing different for me. Bria? Well, I crit, but I then rolled a seven. Seven total? Yeah. Okay. Flick? I wrote a 12. A 12. So you manage to just force yourself to really breathe deep of the sea air, except the DC's 13. So you breathe deep of the sea air and then puke back into it. Um, however, <laughs> you will not have <laughs> you will not have disadvantage on tomorrow's save, uh, since you did not fail by five or more. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, Bizdira, I'm this upset morning... I'm this. very sorry. Bizdira, this morning as you get up, will you go ahead and roll me a d20, please? What'd you get? That is a three. A three. Okay. Three. That's unfortunate and also kind of hilarious. So uh, today, those those overcast skies from yesterday have turned into a full-blown storm today. It's a good thing two of us are in good shape. For now, until tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. All right, Bizdira, why don't you roll me a d4, please? I would like to say that I'm sure at this point Ms. Deer would have tied everybody to something. Well, we'll see how we'll see how bad the storm is is what this roll is for. The one. A one. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Okay. okay. Uh, so yeah, it's a pretty blustery wind type storm, but it's not it's not threatening the safety of the vessel, right? And like, I mean, these two they're hanging over the sides of the deck to puke. Like, m- might want to get tied to the ship, but like, oh, it's she, not. She ties them to the ship. Hundred percent. It's definitely it's definitely uncomfortable. It is definitely like, uh, particularly for you four who have never really been on ships before. Like, it's probably fairly fairly frightening uh but sniv seems fairly unconcerned and and you know i mean he is down to business and tells you all what to tells you at bizdira and kit what to like tie down and what to prepare but for the most part it's it's a pretty strong wind that rocks and rolls the ship uh, but that's about it so because of the rocking and rolling i do need bizdira and kit to go ahead and make me constitution saving throws please because uh, it is possible that you will be knocked back into seasickness do we get it with advantage because we know what to expect 
You know, I think you do. It doesn't matter. Oh, good. Bye, crit. Excellent. Pretty sure it helps me at least a little bit. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, so you both are able to, to keep your sea legs despite the rockin' and roll, the additional rockin' and rollin' of this storm. Um, Flick and, and Bria, it's just, it feels like adding insult to injury. Down for the count, y'all. I'm actually, I'm really upset because I wanted Sniv to teach me about this boat stuff, and so I'm just, I, every time I try to get up to have him teach me something, I just end up throwing up at his it's, feet. It's not great. Um, okay, so here's what I want, uh, what I want the two of you to do Kit and Bria sorry, Flick and Bria, if you two can come up with something that you think you could reasonably do while truly seasick to help things out, uh, you can tell me about that in a moment and I will let you contribute to this, but uh, otherwise Bria, Bizdi- God in heaven Bizdira and Kit, <laughs> I need the two of you to make some sort of ability check uh, to sort of make sure that the ship and, the, and all of you get through this storm okay. It can be anything from, uh, I don't know, an intelligence nature check to try and read the storm uh, to maybe a uh, maybe a strength... Uh, well, none of you have carpenter's tools, so just, uh, just a strength athletics check to, like, hold on to ropes. To, do you know what I mean? Just get, be creative. Tell me what you want to do. I'm going to roll a survival check. I like that, a wisdom survival check. All right, uh, tell me about what you're doing in-game. Um, sure. So since our friends are already tied down, I think that mm. the next logical step will be to make sure that everything else that we need um, is secured either in the cabin or to the deck. So making sure that none of the oars go overboard, making all the, sure all the food is okay. And then, um, so that's going to be the first order of business. And also tying up the masts because or the sails because that seems like a pretty important thing to do so i so the actual doing of those things doesn't feel like a mental check to me it feels like a physical check of some sort do you know what i mean uh so do you want to do you want to just do you want to make do you want to make up a scenario in which you're doing a wisdom survival check or do you want to change the check that you're making because if you want to do those things, I think you could either do, I would buy strength athletics. I would buy, if you want to really like work with the ropes, I would buy, uh, do you have, are you proficient in sleight of hand? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, a different idea then. I am going to use the survival check and kind of like how you were describing a nature check. I'm going to use that to take stock of the storm and where the wind is coming from and whether there are any spots in the ocean nearby us that I could direct us that we could direct ourselves towards to get out of the worst of the storm and dependent on whether I am able to spot a good place for us to go I'm going to use a spell to try to get us in that direction great a 13 Okay, that's enough to find it. Yeah, like I said, the storm isn't super bad, so the DC is not super high. So yeah, you're able to find a good place and direct Sniv towards it. We'll do his check in a moment. Uh, meantime, Bizdira, what are you doing? So I was thinking about using acrobatics on the rigging, get around and do all the sail stuff and things okay. like that. And I buy that. I'll take a dexterity acrobatics check from you. That is a 23. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Kit is sort of yelling out what she sees in the storm to Sniv, who is then yelling to Bizdir to go here, pull this sail here, tie this line down here. Let's see how well Sniv does. 
Oh, okay, but that's enough to actually pass the DC, since, like I said, it's not a terrible storm. Uh, Sniv made an intelligence water vehicles check, as uh, he is the captain, so in, he's using his intelligence primarily in his proficiency with water vehicles. Uh, so, you all uh, managed to succeed at sort of riding out this storm uh, without any real problems. Unfortunately, uh, so when we do these checks for different things that happen, hazards and such that happen at sea, uh, you can, based on all of your roles, you're either going to totally succeed, succeed, fail, or totally fail. Uh, unfortunately, without the help of your compatriots, a total success is not possible, but since the three of you did succeed, uh, you do still get your success, which just means that the ship manages to make its way through the storm without really slowing down a ton. Uh, you really don't lose any time uh, because of uh, Kit's guidance and Bizdir's ability to sort of help the ship move towards the, uh, the easier parts of the storm, uh, and no one suffers any lingering effects of the storm. But it was an exciting... Exciting third day at sea for you all, mm-hmm. for sure. So much fun. <laughs> all right, day four. Let me have constitution saves from our two sickies. Uh, Biz- no, Bria at disadvantage, flick normally. <laughs> Bria? It's a seven again. Oh my god! It's a seven what? Again. Okay, well, I'm here, still, still very sick. Uh, flick? Flick wakes up, he opens his eyes. Oh, no. And he smells the beautiful scent of the sea. And he he sits up in his bed, in his bunk. And he, for once, doesn't feel anything in his stomach. He feels an emptiness, which is a hunger. I and that's a why. good sign. And he, he bolts up and he gets out of bed and he runs out and he hears the seagulls. Uh, I don't know what do they do squawk they squawk they go, mine 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 and they're <laughs> and he looks over to and he sees that Bizdira and Kit are already out of bed and they're working and doing beautiful things and Sniv is up at the head and he looks around you know, the head his, on a ship is the toilet right yeah and he so yeah he's actually he sees he's like taking a, a poop and he <laughs> and he looks around and he puts his hands on his hips. He takes a deep breath. And he, and he gives a, a slight nod. And he knows that everything is where it should be. I literally thought we were going to go through all of that. And you were going to be uh-huh. like, he takes a deep breath and pukes over the side of the ship. Yeah, <laughs> all right. What he did you get fine. out of curiosity? Uh, How 21. good was it? All right. So, yeah, you have gotten your sea legs. It took you a little bit longer than everybody else, except for Bria, who's still sick as a dog. Uh, but you managed to uh, to be immune to seasickness until such time as you are off the ship for 24 hours or you run into another storm. Speaking of another storm, roll me a d20 flick. Just a straight up 20? Absolutely. 14. Okay. So once again, uh, the the storm has cleared. The weather is quite nice today. Winds are favorable, but not extremely so. You're making... Uh, not extremely so. So you're making normal time today. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run through a series of these days, just sort of very quickly. And listeners, I hope that you don't mind that you're going to miss out on some truly thrilling dice rolls, but we'll summarize for everything for you once we get to an important point in the trip. So... Well, I know you heard a bunch of rolls, but we actually just got through one day because while Bria uh, was feeling much better finally on the fifth day of your travels, what did you do when you realized that you were finally not sick, Bria? I did a little dance. 
She did a little dance and, and she it came was out onto the ship and she dance. It apparently was a rain dance as it summoned a hurricane strength storm onto the ship. Things did not go super well for the party. Oh, what I didn't ask the three of you to do is make constitution saving throws, the three of you that are not Bria. You can all make them at advantage. Jesus Christ. Flick, a 23. You're fine. <laughs> Bizdira. 20. You're fine. Kit. A seven. Ooh, Kit is... <laughs> Lucky number Kit. seven. Magic number seven. So Kit is poisoned, uh, is seasick again for the duration of this storm, uh, and will also have to start making saves on the morrow as well. Anyway, uh, so the storm was pretty bad, uh, and unfortunately the less than super experienced crew and captain of this ship were not able to totally escape unscathed. The ship moved at half speed for this entire day, which means that we've lost a little time on our travels, and also several of the aspects of the ship have taken damage from being battered in the storm. So the hull of the ship itself took 23 points of damage. Just so you all are aware, uh, its maximum hit points are, are 100. So that's about a quarter of its hit points. The helm of the ship, which is what Sniv uses to steer the ship, uh, took 17 points of damage. Its maximum is 50. The, uh, the oars on the ship uh, took quite a bit of damage. Uh, they took 28 out of 100 points of damage, which isn't so bad, but on the occasion that you all may want or need to use the oars to row, uh, until the oars are repaired, they're going to propel you along a little bit more slowly than normal. The sails, likewise, took a fair bit of damage, taking 24 damage, uh, and they, too, are damaged enough that your speed is slowed down uh, slightly. Uh, It's probably not going to make a huge difference yet, but you'll want to get those repaired if you want to continue to make good time to the eastern island. The last thing to take damage was your ballista, uh, the crossbow plus... uh, and it took 27 out of 50 points uh, of damage, meaning that it is at about half of its current hit points. Now, that was the day. It was stressful. It was not great. Let's go to day six. And Kit, will you start by just making me a d20 roll to see if this storm continues? Why me? Because it's your turn now. Oh, I hate it. Um... It's a nine. Okay, so actually the storm does clear up after a single day. Uh, So it was rough, but it's overcast now. Uh, You can still see the storm behind you, but you've gotten through the worst of it. So that's good. All right, now, Kit, I need you to go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. It was a nine last time, right? Yesterday? Yesterday it was a seven. It was a seven. Oh, so you do need to roll with disadvantage then. Oh, 18. Okay, so you managed to feel better. It was apparently just the storm that kicked you back into it. Now, uh, you're sailing along. You can tell the ship is moving slower on its sails today. uh, And it's up to you what you all want to spend the day doing. If you all want to attempt any repairs or anything like that, or I I don't know. I would actually like to go for the sails, I think. Okay, what about them? I'm going to try and repair them. And do we have supplies to do that? I think there are some supplies, uh, yeah, in the where the provisions are kept. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's totally possible. Uh, I don't suppose you have proficiency with carpenter's tools or anything else that would make you good at this. Oh, absolutely not, no. Okay, great. I would like to help Flick with this uh, with my mage hand. Tell me more. Like, I'm picturing that there's maybe a couple holes in it or something that my mage hand can maybe sew 
some holes up or something. I think maybe your mage hand is going to be what like holds the pieces of the sail together while Flixos, unless you really want to trust such fine, uh, fine motor skill work to your mage hand. It's up to you. Oh, but you've got that's mage hand ledger domain. So actually, maybe that is smart yeah. to let your mage hand do it. I forgot that you're a rogue. Okay, great. I love that. So sure, uh, Flick can have advantage on his check then. Uh, so Flick, you're going to spend most of the day doing this. Uh, I will need you to make for me, since you're doing the sales, I'm going to say a dexterity check. Uh, no proficiency added since you don't really know what you're doing, but you can roll it with advantage. Are you sure it's not as like a sleight of hand or anything else like that? I don't think so because no. Oh, okay. I mean, unless you can right. give me a really good argument for it. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> that's with disadvantage? With, no, with advantage. Oh, advantage. Just no, just no proficiency added. So that's a 21. Oh, okay, great. So you definitely uh, can repair those sails a little bit. Why don't you roll me a d6, please? A one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but uh, we're going to add... Uh, hold on. Yeah, we're going to add one to that. Okay, so you repair two points of damage, uh, which is not enough to speed the ship back up, but it's a few more hit points to The it, whole so day good. took two... Oh, God. Can I cure wounds Look. on the sail? <laughs> Absolutely not. Bizdira and Kit, what are you all spending the day doing? I would like to uh, work on the uh, ballistic uh, thing, the big crossbow, yep. because I have okay. my smith's tools. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll actually buy that. I'll let you add your proficiency to a strength check. Uh, to sort of ham- you know, to sort of deal with some of the dents on the metal parts of the ballista that were damaged. Okay, I'll buy that. So yeah, go ahead and make me a strength check uh, and add your proficiency to it. I'll buy that. And I don't get advantage, right? Uh, not unless Kit's going to help you in some way. Um, I don't really know what that way would be, but if you can come up with this good story. Do you ask me for help, Biz? Well, I will always accept help if you know it's offered. Those were not the that was not the question. No. <laughs> Help will uh, unless always you have be given something else on this that you boat. want to do specifically, I have, you know, that's fine. Um, I don't think that I really do. I wanted to check out the oars, but maybe I look over at the oars and I'm like, eh, I don't really know what I could do here. And I see Bizdira working on the ballista, so I wander back there to see if I can be helpful. Okay, and, and frankly, like, you all haven't used the oars yet. You haven't needed to. Like, winds have been fine, and so. Um, okay, so then you can have advantage on it, Bizdira, sure. I rolled two 11s, so that's a 15. That is enough that you can do some repairs. So roll me a d6. Oh, I'm sorry. We added... F- what did I say? We added four. We- I should have added four, not one, to that roll for the hit points. So that should actually be... A five. Yeah. Five to the sails. Nice. Okay, so actually the sails are still damaged, but are repaired to a point where the ship is no longer slowed down. Great. I rolled a six. All right. So that's 11 points to the ballista. So that is, what, 16 out of 50. Okay. All right. So you all spend the day working on things. Sniv is very impressed uh, with with your work. He teaches you a few more uh, a few more constellations. He, uh, he points out the star that he primarily navigates by at night. And you can see it's a bright, bright star sort of in the center of the sky. And around it, there are 10 other stars in like an almost perfect or perfect enough for a constellation, right? Uh, perfect circles surrounding that bright, bright star. I'm taking like anything, any tips that he gives us, I'm like taking notes on it. 
Oh, totally. Absolutely. I'm afraid we're going to lose him. Aw. All right, so you all spend the day fixing this, uh, and I I think at the end of this day, uh, Sniv sort of calls out to you all just as the light is beginning to fade, and you all sort of come down from where you're focused on your repairs, and he points, and you can see out in the distance, uh, just sort of to the to the to the port side of the ship, which is the left. Sniv Sniv definitely calls it the um, the what does he call it the um, he calls it the... Uh, help, you all are just staring at me. <laughs> uh, the He calls it the post side. Uh, so he, he points off the post bow, uh, and you all can see land. Uh, and uh, Bria, being the cartographer that you all and have, are, and having, have, having spent some time with the Guardians, and, and then in that geography room in the Arcanium, you're pretty sure that that is the central island, the quote-unquote mainland. Uh, you're not super close to it, uh, and he doesn't really intend to get super close to it, not for any reason other than that you don't need to. Uh, but, but there it is. You have made some progress on this journey. All right, uh, let's do some more rolls and pass some more time. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be luminous if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We're a little behind. We've received a few reviews in the past weeks. We've got one coming up, I think, on next week's episode, and then another one that we'll read out on the following week's episode. We also want to remind everyone that we, of course, have our Patreon page still. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to one episode a month, character sheets for the PCs, and much, much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of the creators that we support are available on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome some patrons and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, Matthew Allen, and Shimmy Gangot, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music and soundscapes you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at BattleBards Com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Eldritch Foundry is an up-and-coming customizable 3D miniatures company that prints your dream mini in extremely high detail. They have officially launched their website, eldritchfoundry.com, and released their first content package this week that includes their Warforged or Wargast race. This package was released in 
correlation with the Eberron book that dropped on Tuesday. There are also more items, clothing, and weapons that were released with this package. Listeners of The Last Refuge can support our show and get 10% off of your entire order by entering the code LASTREFUGE, that's L-A-S-T, R-E-F-U-G-E, all caps, all one word, at checkout. PAX Unplugged is almost here, and we're really excited to hopefully see a bunch of you there. Flick, Kit, Story Consultant Robert, and I will all be around Philadelphia all weekend, so let us know if you will too. I've got two panels during the con that I'd love to see you at. The first is Saturday afternoon from 1 to 2 p.m. and is called Forgotten Core. Tanya DePass of I Need Diverse Games, Lauren Urban from D&D Beyond, Celeste Conowich from The Venture Maidens and DMnastics, and Hannah Rose and Kika Delarose will all join me in getting back to basics and talking about some of our favorite and most overlooked parts of the three core D&D rulebooks. Then, on Sunday morning from 11.30am to 12.30pm, I'll be paneling with GamerX for our Queer Quests, Buy Battles, Sapphic Stories, and Terrific Transformations panel. If you manage to make it to either of those, stick around afterwards and say hi. Of course, if you can't make it to PAX, you can still find me DMing a super fun showcase of Wizards of the Coast's not quite newest adventure anymore because the Rick and Morty box set just dropped, but new-ish adventure Descent into Avernus on Saturday mornings from 9.30am to 12.30pm Eastern. Then Monday nights from 9 to 11pm Eastern, I'm the GM for a game of Overlight, a beautiful kaleidoscopic fantasy role-playing game published by Renegade Game Studios. Both of those shows are available at twitch.tv slash variantrolls, and we post the videos of those sessions to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash variantrolls, as soon as we're able. I've also been guesting quite a bit on the Tome Show Network's various podcasts, so go check out their feed and hear some of the episodes that I was on. Okay, I think that's all the announcements I've got for you at this point. Thanks for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Day 7. Day 8. Day 9. Day 10. All right. So let's see. How many days have passed since that unfortunate incident with the storm? Looks like... uh, I don't remember when we went back into our little time jump, but it's been several days. The crew encountered another hurricane-strength storm because Bria's dice hate everyone. Uh, I'm sorry. I have switched them out, too. The crew weathered the storm as best they could, but once again, the ship took some damage, did not come out unscathed. They've spent some time repairing, finding ways to learn about the inner workings of the ship and repair it bit by bit. Uh, she's looking rough, but, but not in danger of falling apart at sea or anything like that. We are on to day 11. Uh, So this is day 11 of what you're assuming will be about 15 and a half, 16 days because of that one day of slowdown. You have passed the southern island behind. Oh, right. You all also saw the southern island uh, on day eight off of the starboard bow, which, of course, Sniv referred to as the scabbard bow. Har, if you look off the scabbard bow. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm... I'm fairly certain that's what it's called. Anyway, I look think, over there. I think my favorite thing about Snip bow. is that his voice comes on so quickly. It's not even <laughs> like there's no transition. Uh, so he's uh, so he's pointing over there and um, uh, and sort of having you look at our, the island that's over there. Do you see it? Ah, uh, you can see land, land ho, but we're not going towards it. So goodbye, land ho. <laughs> 
Um, all right, you've done some repairs. You've done some uh, some good work on the ship. You've been very busy. Uh, you're all pretty tired. Uh, you fortunately haven't haven't had bouts of of uh, what you call of uh, seasickness again up to this point. Let me have you all make wisdom perception checks, please. On this, the 11th day. Oh, before we do that, well, you all take those numbers, but I do need, let's see, Bizdira to roll me a d20 for weather today on day 11. I literally rolled really, really well my last two, and I just got a two. Oh, well, we're storming again. Uh, So this should be super interesting. Roll me a d4, Bizdira. Don't roll a four. Oh, God, this is the worst. You fucking jinxed me. Ah! We're going to be trapped at sea! Okay, so I am going to need all of you to take those perception checks that you made and roll them now at disadvantage. So roll another die and take the worse. I can't even roll a dice on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Flick? Still a 21. Okay. Bizdira? 12. Kit? 15. Okay, and Bria. I crit failed. <laughs> of course you did. I'm uh, having oh. the worst And time just to on add insult ship. to injury, I need you all to make constitution saving throws with advantage. Anybody get below a 13 with advantage. I'm giving you everything I can, Bria. No, I, I'm fine. I'm 20. Oh, you're fine. Oh, okay. You just looked upset. Okay, so you all are... None of you are seasick, which is great news. Flick, as you are running around trying to batten down hatches and such, uh, and grab rigging and all of that, you hear something sort of strange, like a rather rhythmic tapping on the scabbard side hull of the ship, and you are the only person who is not surprised when two hands slap their way on the top of the railing, and a horrible green-skinned, dark, dripping-with-wet-haired creature pulls herself over the edge of the, sh- of the ship and smiles with broken yellow teeth and lets out a laugh. <laughs> And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Good. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, Kit's face uh, was amazing for that. The utter shock. I'm like so- looking at the clock. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're done. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what just crawled over the edge of the ship and how bad it's going to be. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N. D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can say us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira. Kit. Bria. Iron Flick. Our happy gaming, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. <laughs> Are we going to have two oh bloopers? There's so many bloopers. There's so many bloopers. Oh my god. <laughs>
Tilt ahead. <laughs>